It's my show. Wow, guys. Wow. This is just... uh, I'm floored. Flabbergasted. Floored? Which is the better flow word? <laughs> I'll choose Floyd. I mean, I knew you all love me, but this is just I, a landslide. I mean, every country and every state on every continent. What in the hell are you talking about? I know it's hard, Indy. Failure, loss, loser. Is that the apropos word? If you're talking about the election. Hear ye, hear ye to all my followers and underlings. I say yes. Yes, I accept it your... It has not been decided yet! Uh, sure it has. The ballots have been counted. The Electoral College has spoken. Nope! I'm the winner, the new president of the entire universe and beyond! First off, our election was for the doggy planet, not the universe. And secondly, do you really think that there are dogs on other planets? I'll tell you what, Indy. I'll let you be one of my minions. How's that? Absolutely not! You're right. That would be impossible to differentiate from what you are now. You know, just because you make up things doesn't make them true. Good evening. Hey, Lucky. Hey, what's up, Luxters? Uh, <clears throat> what are you doing here? I've come to give you my personal condolences, Eddie. Ah, <laughs> you mean Indy. My dear old friend, Zetterberg. The numbers are in and you have lost. What? No way. <laughs> really? Yes, I've counted all seven ballots myself. Seven? Uh, there was at least ten when I last counted. Chewy, Layla, Mozart, Finn, you, Indiana, and, uh, yours truly. Uh, what about the witchy cats? They were deemed uneligible to vote because of their criminal past. I knew that they were felons! Uh, well, that's just wrong, because those three witchy cats and I had a deal. You can't just buy votes. Uh, sure you can. I did. You made false promises that you can't even keep. Well, I want to know who voted for who. That's private. Don't say anything, Lucky. It's no one's business who voted for whom. I shall not say, but I will say that the dumb one Mozart did not vote for himself. (laughs) Oh my god, what an idiot. And uh, Layla also voted for Indiana because she did not want the adjoining offices with Mo. Come on! That's what you get! Anyway, my sincerest condolences to the loser, Zeddy. Hey! And mucho congratulations to you, Indiana. All hail the queen of the dogs on planet Earth. Finally, a female president! That is my cue. Adios! Bye, Lucky! Come back soon! I'll find a job for you in my cabinet! Oh, man, what a shit show that's gonna be. Shut up, Zeddy! Can we just get back to the show? Sure! And if you don't mind, please just address me as Madam President from now on. Huh, I'll throw myself off a bridge before that happens. Don't be so dramatic, just try it! Try it! No way, in your dreams, Indy. I'll get you to say it, just watch. Anyway, back to the show. Okay, okay, first off, let's start off by me giving my inauguration speech. Yeah, we we don't have time for that, not today. There's no way in hell. I'll make it quick! I just want to say thank you to all of those who voted for me. Together, I promise to lead us into a brighter, more unified future, where our dogs can bark as one. No matter what your breed, the color of your fur, or your beliefs on the Rainbow Bridge, (laughs) Zeddy, we are one nation of dogs, one great planet Earth, and together, we will rise to make the world a better place to be. You forgot to say scene. I wasn't acting. I was speaking from the heart. Oh, your bleeding heart. Okay, and now back to the show. Let's start off with our first segment. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In this week's Doggo News, we have scientific proof of something we dogs have been trying to tell you fleshies forever now. That I'm the actual winner and India's a big fat liar? Sore loser much? Go on. 
Researchers at the Mayo Clinic did a study on the effects of dogs on human sleep in the home sleep environment and found that for adults who have no sleep disorders, sleeping with dogs in your bed not only proved to have no negative consequences, but also showed that dogs sleeping with their parents is just fine. And dogs have proved to reduce a fleshy's blood pressure, which is one of the reasons they like to have therapy dogs roam places like hospitals and airports. To reduce fleshy stress. In fact, dogs have proven to reduce fleshy's cortisol levels so much that they often produce oxycotin in the brain, which is the hormone that increases trust in humans. I'm so trustworthy. Studies have shown that a fleshy talking to another fleshy before bed increases their blood pressure, whereas petting your dog and Snuggling him right before you go to bed can calm a fleshy and reduce their blood pressure. There are just so many reasons why dogs are amazing. Yeah, luckily mother and father got a king-sized bed for your big butt. Whatever, I have a medium-sized butt. I'll sleep with them for a minute, but then I gotta like bail into my own bed. I like to curl up in my own space. Not me. I stay between mama and daddy the whole night. Usually I'll come back in the early morning onto daddy's side. I'll paw him until he lets me under the covers to bury myself under there. Not me. I gotta stay above the covers, just in case they gotta hotbox it. Just kidding, that's not the reason. <laughs> so what is the reason then? Well, I gotta stay focused on security, just in case some terrible terrorists break in and try to steal them away from us. Could you imagine if they got kidnapped from us? We'd have to make up signs and post them up around the neighborhood the way fleshies do when they lose us. Oh no, that would be terrible. We'd have to post something on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Missy Parents, last seen snoring in our bed. Description. Male is white with some graying fur. Female is Siamese who responds to mother. Mama's not Siamese. I know, but I was comparing it to as if, you know, like she was a missing cat. What is your obsession with cats? Nothing. Wow, they really put you under their spell, didn't they? No. They did. They put a spell on you. <laughs> nah, it's just, you know, I owe them. They kind of saved my life. From who? I told you, Bobo was after me. Oh, yeah, that. What? Nothing. Uh, you're not allowed to do that. It's just, uh, well... Spit it out, Indy. It's just that, well, uh... Well, I sort of know, Bobo. What? How? I maybe could've, I mean... It's not possible, but it's not entirely impossible. Indy? I might have given Bobo the plague, okay? What in the actual fuck? Bobo is squirrel number six, okay? He's the one who plays the maracas the best, the one who knocks back my pina coladas like a champion boxer. He's the one. Wait a second. Wait just one witchy second. What? You said that was a dream. I thought it was. You slept with a bunch of squirrels? Look, you know how I'm narcoleptic. Where the hell was I? Probably paddleboarding with mama and daddy. Oh, and you got out on your own. It was when we lived in Hollywood. I was staying with one of mama and daddy's friends, and they let me off the leash at the dog park. And you made it with a bunch of squirrels? No, we just napped together, and maybe the pina coladas was a dream, and the maracas, and... Oh, DJ Indy, you are unbelievable. So, Bobo appeared out of nowhere right before you disappeared, and he told me that. Well, he thinks I gave him the bubonic plague, and then he threatened to hurt you to get back at me. Oh, so that's why I had a psycho squirrel throwing acorns at me from a 20-foot palm tree? Sorry. You know, just for that, you owe me the presidency. Moving on! Seriously, though, those witchy cats that you're so against saved me from Bobo. They used one of their nine lives for me. That's loyalty. If I had nine lives, I'd do the same. But you don't, and you didn't. So, yeah, the witchy cats, they're in my crew now. Well, I thought I was your crew. You are, but when I'm on the streets, I know that those three witchy cats have my back.
Hello. Yeah. Hey, guys, hey. This is my sister, Indy. Hey, there's no need to throw a hissy fit. Yeah. Chill out, cats, before I eat you for dinner. Whoa, 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 Indy. I told you, these guys are my buddies. Indy, this is the witchy cats. Frito, cheese it and yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess, uh, how do you do? Hello, Indiana. Pleased to meet you. Sorry to drop in like that, but, uh, we thought you were summoning us. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So if I just call you guys up, you'll appear for me? Don't push your luck. We thought it was an emergency. Uh, sorry I didn't win the election, guys. That's okay. We didn't think you would win anyway. What? Really? Why Why not? Well, you're just not as likable as your opponent. Well, it just seems long overdue for a bitch to rule. Yeah! Here, here, and uh, thank you, witchy cats! Whatever. Hey, listen, though. While you guys are here, I have a great idea. Oh, yeah? What's that? Uh, do you think you can translate something for us? Well, it depends. Is it French? Because I do not speak French. No, 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 Fritz. It's in cat. Hang on. I have it somewhere. Got it. Here, let me play it for you. Meow. Meow. Ooh. Meow. Interesting. Well, well, what did the cat say? Couldn't tell you. What? Why not? We don't speak that kind of cat. What do you mean? What kind of cat is he? Dead cat. Oh, man, really? Come on. I thought you guys were going to say tabby cat because Jordan was a tabby. No, tabbies we can understand just fine, just not dead tabbies. Bummer. I guess we'll never know, Indy. Who is this Jordan cat anyway? Uh, he's our pa Rent's old cat. Well, technically, he's mother's old cat from a previous relationship. I see. Meow. Meow. Yeah, we have discussed it over and we will help you. Yeah. Oh yeah? What can you do? Well, we can perform a seance. We'll get the Jordan Tabby Cat, come back and tell us in person what the hell he has to say. Really? Uh, no thank you. Uh, come on, Indy. Get your tail out from between your legs. I do not want to partake in any kind of seance or witchy witchcraft. I am not partaking in any kind of seance or witchy witchcraft. Well, it won't work without all of us. Indy, I thought you wanted to know what Jordan said, and I thought you were facing all of your fears. Some other time, maybe. Come on, Indy. You know, this could be like our Halloween episode, since we didn't technically do one this year. Because Halloween is the worst holiday of the year. After the World War III day. Yeah, after 4th of July. So let's use this seance as a sort of tribute to Halloween without the stupid dog costumes that Fleshies insist on putting us in. Yeah, thank God it was canceled this year. So that's a yes? Uh, Come on, Indiana. We have to have five or else it won't work. Just think. Afterwards, you will have bragging rights that you were able to summon a cat straight from the grave. Straight out of the pet cemetery. Uh, he was cremated. He's sitting in a box in Mother's office. Yeah? So we can't do it. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If there's no cat body, then we should all leave it to hello. Oh my god, you're a terrible rapper. Ah! Holy shitballs! It's a sign. Jordan wants us to summon him. Quickly, everyone, grab paws. Meow. Yeah. Meow. I do not like this one bit. Jordan Tabby, we call you from the dead. We ask you to rise and tell us what you said. We honor your spirit and know your words are wise. So we ask you once, will you please rise? Rise. 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 Jordan Tabby. Yeah. Meow. Meow. 
Ah, there he is! That's Jordan, your dead cat! Rise and give us your knowledge, old Jordan, Tabby! Rise and tell us what you said! Holy shit, it's his ghost! Honestly, I didn't think this was gonna work! Silence! Oh shit, well, what happened? Where'd he go? He just dis-a-fucking-peered! Oh, thank God, that was terrifying! I think I just shot myself a little bit! You idiot! You can't acknowledge your disbelief in a ghost when it's present. It will just dis-a-fucking-peer, as you say. Huh? See, it's the same things why humans don't see ghosts. It's because they don't believe in them. Children, like toddlers, usually see them, and even most dogs. Unlike you. But once you verbalize it out loud and you don't believe in ghosts, well, they just diss a fucking peer. You ruined it, Zeddy, with your goddamn disbelief. Hey, 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 I never said I didn't believe in ghosts. I just don't believe in the Rainbow Bridge. Well, where do you think ghosts come from? Havana? Uh, I don't know. I just... Uh, okay, my bad. Should we try it again? It's too late. I can feel it. The Tabby Jordan spirit has left the building. Now we'll never know what he said. Just relax, Indy. He probably just said that, you know, he left some catnip under the bed and he wants it back. Catnip? Where? Yeah? Whoa, relax, guys. I was just joking. Well, our time is up. Let's hit the road, cats, and scram. Wait, wait. Why are you leaving so soon? We have other matters to attend to. Still looking for a dog tail for a zombie making recipe. Dog tail? Do us a favor, Zeddy. Don't call us. We'll call you. Whoa! Where'd they go? <sighs> That's how they roll. Reanimate in, reanimate out. Why do they need a dog tail? Do you think that's what the fleshies did with mine? What, give it to three witchy cats? Doubt it. And they need it for some spell. Just, uh, never mind. Let's just get back to the podcast. I'm sure our listeners would like us to stop veering off track so much. You're the one who wanted to bring Jordan back from the dead. Well, in honor of the past Halloween special that we didn't do because Halloween is the worst holiday ever, let's discuss... Dog superstitions. Oh, I don't want to talk about that either. Wow, you regress so quickly, Indy. What happened to you being brave and facing your fears? I'm over it. <laughs> All right, so what are some things that you're superstitious of? Oh, geez, how much time do you have? Just damn a few. Don't go crazy. Okay, let's think. Shadows, hardwood floors, earthquakes, my own farts. <laughs> Sorry. I get nervous just thinking about it. My dog bowl with the class rock collar hits it and makes noise. Stairwells, hallways, anything dark or bright. Balloons, scary movies, mailman, delivery fleshies, uh, phone calls, essential oils. Okay, okay, I think we get the point. I mean, I could go on for another five minutes if you want. <laughs> I'm sure you could. But instead, why don't we tell our fleshy audience why dogs are superstitious sometimes? It's because we don't know what the hell you fleshies are up to sometimes. Exactly. I mean, how can we be sure that you're not cooking up some plan to turn us into a dog zombie yourself? Yeah, like, what the hell did you clip my tail for, fleshy? And some fleshies clip dogs' ears, too. I've even seen some pit bulls with their entire ears clipped up. I heard they do that so that pit bulls can become fighting dogs. Why would that make them stronger? No. No, no, no. It doesn't make them stronger, Indy. It makes it so that the dogs that they're fighting can't bite their ears off. Oh, because it's already been torn off. Rude. I mean, there are some real reasons why we doggos have some trust issues with you fleshies. Like when you snatch us up and put us into death camps. You know, after being inside mother and father's place for the first few weeks, I thought for sure they were leaving me to starve and die whenever they left. One time when father was walking me, we went down an alley and I freaked out. I had some bad memory of when I was in an alley fight with some crazy mutts, so I wiggled out of my collar and I made a run for it. I remember this story. Father freaked out and tried to catch me, but I ran so fast. 
fast. Luckily, there was another fleshy who saw, and he blocked me from running into the street. Then father was able to catch me. Mama would have been so pissed if you ran away. Yeah, I didn't know back then. You know, I still thought that fleshies could be the enemy. Humans don't know this, but there is a double thing going down in our genes when it comes to trusting fleshies. Yeah, we know that fleshies for the most part are friends, but then on the other hand... We also know what some fleshies have done to dogs. I mean, we don't need to go over it. I'm sure they know, and they are disgusting. Disgusted by their behavior. At least mama and daddy are. I mean, that's why I should really be president, because I can make some real change in the world. Leave it, Zeddy. How about if I be your veep? Oh my god, I can't believe I just said that. Veep, huh? My number two, huh? <laughs> my poopy poo-poo. Never mind, forget I even asked. I'm just Josh and Zeddy. I guess you could be my vice president. I'll allow that. All right. Huh, you're getting old anyway, so you never know. Just one thing, though. What's that? You have to say it. Say what? Go ahead. Oh, DJ, you can't be serious. I'll make you my veep, but you have to say it at least once. Okay. Go on! Whatever you say, Madam President. Uh, <laughs> yes! I am Madam President! Alright, folks, it's time now to highlight our Monday Mutts. And this week's Monday's Mutts... We're highlighting a special rescue group we learned about from our first fleshy guest, Molly O'Neill. Besides being a rescue group for, quote, all breeds and all creeds, a.k.a. even for pumpkin-colored terriers who don't believe in the Rainbow Bridge, Marley's Mutts also has a program called Positive Change, which connects prison inmates with rescued dogs to create a mutual rehabilitation. Dogs are paired with inmates for a 14-week cycle where they learn to care for each other, reduce stress and anxiety, along with a bunch of other great positive effects. For the canines, they have decreased fear, insecurity, and nervousness. They learn to trust humans, they increase their sense of social ability with other dogs, and they come out with a certification of completion for being a canine good citizen. And for the inmates in the program, they learn to express emotions in a place that often discourages it. They gain increased self-esteem and social value, and they learn professional canine handling skills that give them opportunities for jobs once they are out of prison. In fact, there was a great story they posted about an inmate, Casey Montoya, who after his release from incarceration started his own successful dog training business. You can read about it more by checking out our Facebook page and following the story. I got a little teary-eyed just reading it. He looks like a real turned-around fleshy. Yeah, and think about how hard it can be for people to find jobs after they've been in prison. So these kinds of rehabilitation programs really do make a difference. And by the way, Indy, Dogs don't cry. I know, but metaphorically, I had shed a tear. Do you think it's weird that humans are the only species that cry because of their emotional state? Another reason they're not to be trusted. I think it's beautiful. I'd like to cry. Maybe at your funeral I'd cry, but then again, that would mean I'd be president. <laughs> All right. And finally, on to our last segment of our show. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 410. Clothes! This is also a tribute to the Halloween special that we did not do this year because Halloween is the worst holiday for dogs after World War III Day. I mean, we've only said it like four times this episode. Cause like, dressing your dog up in a costume for your shits and giggles could be considered a crime in some places. Uh, you're, you're thinking something else. I, I I don't think that's true. Well, it should be. Well, if I was president, for sure it would be. I'll put it on my agenda. Look, Fleshies, dressing up your dogs and clothes is okay and acceptable under these three circumstances. One, 
It's raining outside and we need a raincoat because some mutts, like us, have a hard time taking a poop when it's raining cats and dogs. What a dumb expression. Cats and dogs, they don't live in the sky. But Jordan and Chewy do. Doubt it. Number two. When you live in a cold place like where it snows and you gotta put a sweater or a jacket on your little dog, lest he freezes to death. Moe's got designer jackets, I've seen them. Mozart has everything. And finally, number three. You may put some cute apparel on us if we look cute and you want to take our picture of us for Instagram or something like that, but then you must immediately take it off the stupid outfit or we'll take it off for you. Don't you dare take my picture! Do not put us in Halloween costumes for longer than a picture. It's stupid, it hinders our walk, the stupid trick-or-treating kids laugh at us, and we feel shame like you have no idea. Yeah, folks, dog shaming is real and it is not cool. To be continued on another episode. Now on the flip side, you got a kid? Dress him up however you want to. Give him a bowl cut, high water jeans, suspenders. <laughs> See if we care. Yeah, go ahead and calculate the difference on how much you'll spend over the 10-year period for dog clothes versus kid clothes. I mean, we can't count that high, but I'm guessing it's like in the millions. And stupid kids grow out of those clothes every year or so, so what a waste. Ruining the environment with your wasteful kid clothes. We dogs live naked and free. We're not ashamed of our furry bodies. Yeah, we don't need to hide our tummies with spanks and pants. We let the fooper run wild. We let the foops do a thing. We let the foops run the world. Okay, okay, Indy, I think they get it. So that's it for today's episode, folks. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on the gram, check out our posts on Facebook, and become a Patreon if you can. And a special shout-out goes to our Fuck Kibble Patreons, Leisha and Olga, who continue to amaze us with their love and loyalty. And thank you to the rest of our loyal Patreons and our awesome listening audience. We love you guys, and well, I'm getting a little teary-eyed again. What a drama queen. Thanks again, awesome listeners, and until next time, smell, smell you later! later.